Coast Bias, I'm Brennan Judy. And I'm Jordan Featherman. Big Friday. Loving the Friday show. I enjoy every single Friday as if it were my last, Brennan. <laughs> because that's what a true man does. And tonight will be no different. No, it is a Friday, so it is a... Uh, it is a wear my hat Friday. You could wear my hat, just make sure you give it back. Just make sure you give it back. Baby, you could wear my hat. Baby, you could wear my hat. If you got something to match, if you got something to match that. Meaning that you can wear my hat because it's a no hat Friday here at the West Coast Bias Show. You just gotta make sure you give it back. As long as you got something to match. True that. Well, I'm just glad it's Friday because it's finally Friday. Finally! JR. And finally Friday does sum up my feelings about this weekend. <laughs> uh, the last week, and I believe every week I have left in this semester. I'm looking forward to Fridays like it is nobody's business. But I do want to remind the listeners, West Coast by a Sports Show is the only show that started with a biscuit. And now we got a loaf. Loaf. So if you want to find West Coast Bias on the internets somewhere, are you seeing how high these things are? Look at this. Yeah, it looks like you're a little kid sitting in a big kid seat. <laughs> it really my, does. My legs feel like they should be dangling right now. The, the armrests on my chair there we go. That's about right. There's either, you know, just I think there's just some giants and then some really little people that are in yeah. this booth. Nobody in between. And when I mean giants, I mean me. Because this thing's too small. <laughs> it's impossible for me to get comfortable. And well, then the one time I do get comfortable, I kill the studio. Mm-hmm. Well, and there's a good chair in the pre-record studio, too. Yeah, Isn't whatever. there? Isn't there the nice chair in there? Whatever. Whatever. Tell the people how they can get along. Anyway, West Coast Bias Show on the internet. Facebook.com slash forward slash. West Coast Bias Show. We're on the Facebooks. You like us on there? Toss your shout out on the air because we love you. Also, on Twitter, at WCB Show. Twitter's the future. It's uh, 140 characters or less. So, yeah, tweet at us. Jordan will answer questions if you have any for him. I've uh, been answering some questions. You've been asking some serious questions as of late. The MV- MVT's been showing up. The MVT. Always shows up. Always. That's why he's the MVT. Always. He's the Justin Verlander of our Twitter family. Oh, wow. right now. He actually uh, gave me a song that would have worked for Suck for Luck, but it just, I just couldn't get it done in time. Oh, so now you're slacking. Well, I mean, I have it on the stick here. If you want to pop it in the computer, we can well, play it. No, I mean... 
I mean, you know, I'd rather just play the Reading Rainbow song. I haven't got to get that on the air for the last two weeks. You, you made promises. Empty I have pro- no time to read books, <laughs> I don't empty, know what to tell you. Empty promises for the Reading Rainbow. You know, I was I, like, oh, sure, Jordan, I'll throw a Reading Rainbow on there. I, you know, I'll jump on the Reading I Rainbow. I snookered you. You did, you did. You snookered me. I don't know what to tell you, Ren. I have no time to read books. No, it's hard gotta, enough for me to just show up and be ready for the show. Got <laughs> a busy Lord. schedule. Busy sketch. So uh, you can also email us. Ask us big questions, long answers, whatever you want. You can be as long-winded as you want. You can get your get your inner Bill Simmons on, mm. basically, if you know who that is. Ow! Edda. I just felt like doing that. That's weird. <laughs> What's up? I thought I had a tumor. I had some kind of beeping going on in my ear. Anyways, are we done with this it's, shenanigans? It's Do we have a, new likes? It's not a tumor. It's not the tool. Do we have people that well, before like that, us now? I'd like to also mention we're also on iTunes. Oh, that's right. For all you people who have iPods and I, or those fancy iPhones, fancy schmancy iPhones. What are we sitting on downloads nowadays? Like six hundred. It's kind of creepy. It's pretty good. Uh, if you want to get sweet WCB Show merch, go to wcbshow.spreadshirt.com. Got T-shirts for fifteen bucks and under. I got them long sleeves, American Apparel long sleeves. It's a big deal. I they, don't know what American Apparel is. They make is. a big on the website. They make a big deal about it being American Apparel. So I'm gonna make a big deal about it being American Apparel. Okay. Yeah. Apparently they're nice. I'm gonna order one or two or twelve. I could probably do a hoodie, but I think I'm gonna get. I think I'm gonna get three shirts. Uh. Three long sleeves and a hoodie. Are you just lining out Christmas gifts here? Is that what's going on? Yeah. Okay. I'm going to get those, but then I'll have a WCB show for every day of the week. That's disgusting. Yes, it is. Yes, but it you is. are, I mean, yeah. your your ability to whore yourself out for the show never ceases to amaze me. Hey, you know, I'm here. It's absolutely me. incredible. Anybody, we can get to like it, the better. Just get, just spread it out there. Gotta diversify. Brandon, the fans are starting to, to, feed, to speak back. Mm. And actually give us their opinion. You know, I told the story about your coffee maker being just a hunk of crap. Two people on the old Facebook started commenting about the uh, the coffee maker. Well, guess I'm just what? saying. Well, while you're away in Lima, I made myself a fantastic cup of coffee. I don't. I don't drink coffee. Who drinks coffee at eight o'clock at night? I who do. does that? <laughs> people who are addicted to caffeine. You're not normal. No, I'm not. I'm okay with it, though. Okay, new Facebook likes. New Facebook. Who do we got? We have Byron D., who is the director of stadium operations for your Missoula Osprey. Yeah. I'm supposed to be impressed. Yeah, it's pretty okay. cool. Okay. Uh, if you got, say so. We got a uh, KDWG uh, co-worker, I guess you could say, uh, the host of The Rock Block, uh, Carrie M. Okay. So. Now... <clears throat> Huh. I might I might start riffing riffing here. I could. Yeah. I could. You could, it's out there. I mean I don't wanna I don't wanna make you feel bad. You might turn bright red. No. I doubt it. Well you were discussing with me that you had this thing for the emo girls. That you know, the black hair and the kind of the black eyeliner on the makeup and all that the, stuff. The, the that punk rock look. It kinda got you going. It, yeah, that was like Junior year, I'm just junior year of high school. The you know the the piercing. Everyone has on a, an eyebrow everyone, or something. Everyone has a phase where they like something different for like junior year of high school. You like a se. different flavor. I understand it's that. It's like a year. I'm thing. just I just want to know. Oh, yeah. And I think know. the listeners would probably want to know as well, Brad. <laughs> 
maybe the rock block host. She seems kind of in that realm. You've got a thing going for that kind of type of girl. I, junior, she seems junior, like a very, very nice girl. Junior year of high school. Obviously well-spoken. Obviously well-spoken. Okay. You're ridiculous. I know your parents personally. I think they would welcome her with open arms. Why not? Uh, You want me to put some uh, feelers out there? Just... I'm, I'm good. Thanks, though. Now you're mad at me? Now we're yep. going to have a rough hour of a show? Yep. You knew I was going to do it Pre- as prepare. soon as you brought it up. You knew Pre- I was going to do it. for the rough hour. Twitters. We do have cool Twitters. They're out there. You're such a... Anyway. Uh, Twitters. At uh, Selvig24, in case that name seems familiar, and you're asking yourself, is that is that, is that Derek? Yes, it is Derek Selvig, the seven-foot senior forward for the University of Montana Grizzlies. Following us on the Twitter. On the Twitter machine. Pretty cool. Have yet to hear from him on the Twitter machine, and I don't want to be the first to tweet him. Right. You, you, know? you want to be the first one to talk about, hey, what's up? I would like the conversation to initiate with him, and then if he does it, maybe we get him on the show. That That's where I'm at. That also seems like it might be a job for the show producer and promoter. Well, I mean, he's, he's working hard right now. He was hurt. You haven't done it yet. He was hurt. I understand. He's probably working hard on the rehab. He's, you know, he's know. first game back. I think, I just think yesterday when he's icing his foot with that troublesome ankle mm-hmm. in a bucket of ice, that might be a great time to call into the old West Coast Bias Sports Show. Sure would. But I mean, and let the fans know what's going you're on. You're pretty much the Twitterati official person, Brennan. That's, that's I just you. told you I don't know how to look at who our <laughs> followers are. I haven't figured that part out. I'm good on the reply. Yeah, I got that down. You do have the replay down, Pat. Uh, at three Seattle three sixty five. And what's going on there? Uh, they're your source for the latest news in Seattle. I don't. I don't know. News on what? News on anything? Just Seattle stuff. Rain. Tra- traffic news. Traffic and rain. Yeah. Yeah. We got rain and depression with lots of traffic and depression. What? Seattle people never catch me as very happy individuals. No. And I may be wrong, but, you know, when I think of Seattle, growing up, I think of the Sonics, of course, and I think of all those dirty grunge rockers grunging out. And they weren't that happy. They all seemed very depressed about the millions of dollars they were making. Maybe I tweet at this Seattle 365 and see what's like, cracking. what's up? Hey, you, you got Jamal Crawford's number? Oh, dude, J. Croft. And then you can get J. Croft on your bulls. Uh, I don't want J. Croft on my bulls. <laughs> I'm I'm I've really Brendan I've I'm okay with the fact that I know I'm going to get T Mac, and I'm probably hopefully cross my fingers going to get Crom Butler the the lazy ad assassin man I'm okay I'm okay with T Mac I am I've I've come to grips with it I like it better than Rip at this point <laughs> to tell you the truth man, but nobody takes those 17- to be quite honest no one takes those baseline seventeen footers better than Rip Hamilton. Maybe curling off of the screen action. Well, yeah, dude. That's all they run for him. A little double downs, oh. some pin downs for him so he can make some passes in. Hit that all Coming there. off some screens. He's been doing that since he was at UConn. Yeah. Winning chips. So we, uh, we got some really weird news. Yeah. Coming out of the UK. Which is not shocking. Not non-sports related news, but it's just, just weird. I was kind of cruising MSN. I was like, uh, what? Clicked on it? Yes. Uh, to get electricity in Durham, England, they are a, a crematorium is burning corpses and turning the heat that they come up, that they put off into a combustion engine, and it puts out like 150 hours of energy per corpse. Yeah, that's what they're doing over there. So, question: 
you being the expert on burning dead people. Yeah. That's do the dead do. people have to sign a form, or is this like a community where it's known, hey, if I die, I'm going to be the guy who keeps the lamp on in the house? Well, I'm assuming they signed off on it seeing as they're getting cremated. Yeah, I know, but did they know they were turning themselves into electricity? Is what I'm trying to say. Like, if like, you're going like to be a science project, like you have to sign a form. Yeah, but I mean, they're just taking their their waste, not their actual like ashes and stuff. Just the heat they put off. I just feel like you should sign a form for that. I, if I'm going to keep your light on at night, yeah, I want to, you know, have some input on that. Well, and there's uh, a lot of weird things electricity can do. I might not be okay being the power source for a lot of this. Well, if you die and you're cremated, I will be glad to use your energy to. Yeah, but I won't feel that TV. You're not listening to what I say. <laughs> you are not listening to me. You don't. You don't deserve it today. Are we a variety show now? I don't. I with don't the know. amount, because I mean, <laughs> the one story I want to talk about today before we get into all this NCAA football foosball. Who you playing the foosball? Is uh. Jay Cutler, Jay you know, Cuddy. a couple weeks back, if you remember, yeah. Brendan, pronounce this girl's last name for me again. Oh, well, her name is Kristen Cavallari. Cavallari. Might, might know her from uh, Laguna Beach. Oh, and The Hills. Do and I Hills. ever know her from those shows? Yeah. Those reality shows. Way back in high school. That were completely scripted. Yes. Oh, super fake. Do I know those shows? All the girls did in high school was watch those shows. Yes, they did. And then act like those girls, which may have been why I didn't like girls at our high school, Brendan. Could have been. Possibly. Possibly. Anyways, heading back to the story, Jay Cutler dumped this girl on her head, right on her noggin, well, about a, three weeks ago, out of nowhere. That's what Jay Cuddy do, though. She was blindsided, Brennan. Is that what the report said? Quote. <laughs> that's a source close to Kristen. She was blindsided. The, the, the title of her thing is Cavalier Blindsided. Quote from Kristen Cavalier. I was blindsided. <laughs> what? What I don't understand. She's obviously a gold digger, okay? Well, I'm not, you know, I'm not going out of the realm on this. She, she'd take his money. Well, the engagement's back on, brother. Oh. Not only is it back on, but it sounds like Jay's really excited about it. Let me read this quote to you. I don't, I don't make a lot of decisions. I hear about them in passing, or if I have to write a check. But after that, whatever she wants to do, I'm on board. Sounds like you are just emphatic about getting married, Jay. Yeah, she's a trifling. Friend, indeed. <laughs> oh, she a gold digger. What? She did on me. Hey, take the money when I'm in need. Okay. Oh, she's a trap. <laughs> yeah, variety hour. Don't tell you. I mean, good for her, you know, yeah, but get that paper. Hopefully they got that prenup well, because that prenup. I'm going to give this. Under one year. I think she has some money, too, actually. Oh, she does. She has some mean cash. Oh, and she, she does. She worked for MTV for like two years after her. She don't got that Jay Cutler money, though. No, that Jay Cuddy money. Jay Cuddy got some she, money. She want that Cuddy money? You want to be... Uh, I can't do that. That's a rap song coming Yeah, from right you, know, you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> uh, well, well, one more random piece of thing. This is just kind of funny, because uh, oh, this movie... <laughs> So anybody who's seen Deliverance, there's an iconic scene with a hillbilly and uh, John Boyd. Way, way, and and the famous line, "Squeal like a pig, boy." Way, way, and uh, yeah, the guy. Truly, truly, a movie that will bother you. Yeah, growing up deeply, and uh, so the guy that informed John Boyd that he needs to squeal like a pig. 
died today. Oh. At the age of, ripe old age of 80. What got him? Uh, esophageal cancer. Oh, smoker. He smoked for 40 years. That's probably a good 40 years. That's a lot of smoking. Probably a good 40 years. Oh, I'm sure. I bet, uh, I, I, however, uh, two weeks ago, before his death, he filmed a Doritos commercial. So, uh, be on the lookout for that Doritos commercial starring Bill McKinney. How will I know? Oh, you'll know. Gross. <laughs> I'm still bothered by that movie. Eat them nacho cheesers, boy! <laughs> I don't want you nacho cheesers. Brennan, finally, my last little bit of news here. And more celebrity celebrity gossip from your friend Jordan. Oh, no. Justin Combs, P. Diddy's son, yeah. has signed to play football at UCLA. Now, I do not know if he's a scholarship athlete. I don't know if they offered him. He's got offers in the Big Ten. I think Illinois offered him. But we're talking about a five foot nine corner here. There's lots of those, though. And uh, my friend Petros Papadakis, mm-hmm. he, uh, he did some scouting. Yeah. He watched his film. And he did not see him make one interception, nor ever touch the ball. Hmm. He did deflect a few passes. Oh. But he never had that ball in his arm. So. This sounds to me, Brennan. What are you saying? He's from a New York prep school. Mm-hmm. In the surrounding community, one of his good friends is a five-star commit or ah. a five-star recruit, uncommitted at this point. I'm seeing shades of Demar Derozan, Lil Romeo, I think the old so. USC thing, yeah. when Lil Rome's got himself a scholarship because he turned Demar De- Derozan yeah, on the USC. Did. Interesting to see. Yeah, I, I think that's probably something to do with it. And keep in mind, down there in UCLA right now, Jerry Rice Jr. playing wide receiver. So we may be able to see, Brendan. Hopefully we can get some practice tape next year of Justin Combs, P. Diddy's little boy, locking up Jerry Rice Jr. Oh, boy. An epic showdown. Just a battle for the ages. Uh, I don't knock it. I mean, no. yeah, you want P. Diddy as an influential booster and a parent. Uh, 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 yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, dance. I'm dancing yeah. in the video. Yeah. You see, you see when his son like deflects a passage, you see him in there with those parachute pants from the '90s. You know, it, Benzo with the Anto. It's starting to bother me, Brandon. Whenever mm. we do some dancing, I immediately go to the baby dance. I just put my arms above my head and like shake. Yeah. Just do the baby dance. Yeah. It's starting to become bothersome. I think the Carlton's pretty funny. I can't do it. It's not like. Oh, I know. You got Carlton, it down. Son. You got it down. Carlton, son. It's not like this is something I want to do. I just baby dance. Yeah, that is your go-to for some reason. It's, it's not good. just like a knee-jerk reaction. It's not good. Jordan, music. Baby dance. Baby dance. It's not good. <laughs> you need to quit doing that. It's embarrassing. We're getting really, really crazy on the tangents. That's fine. We just did 22 minutes of tangents. I'm, I'm excited about no, that. No, we, we only did 20 minutes because you... Oh, me. ...were late getting us oh. to the show tonight. Oh, me. Eh. Oh. I'm not apologizing to the listeners again. Me. All I do is apologize to the listeners. I'll tell you what. We'll do two extra minutes at the end. Shocking. <laughs> Brandon, what are we talking about today? Let's start the show. Well, I think since we know we have predicted bowls and predicted just about anything we can predict, we should probably check out the Heisman finalists. Ooh. Just at that. Do you want to pick the Heisman finalists? Yes, we should. Okay. Now... Now, am I going to be rewarded or knocked down a notch if I do this incorrectly, or can I go with what I believe? 
to be true. You go right ahead. You so, give yours, and then I'll... Uh, go with my true opinions. Go with your gut here. As far as I'm concerned, there are seven finalists for the Heisman. Mm-hmm. You got Kellen Moore of Boise State. I have a hard time not putting him on the list when you only lose three games your whole college career. Monte Ball from Wisconsin, the running back. My guy, Case Keenum of the Keenum Cougies, Houston Cougars. Andrew Luck, don't know where he plays. Matt Barkley of USC. Robert Griffin III, down there at Baylor. And Trent Richardson out of Alabama. I think hard-pressed, Brennan. Mm-hmm. Yeah, to but, say anyone else deserves the Heisman but those seven guys. Wow, it's really uh, cutting edge. I can't remember the last time I had this hard of a time <laughs> picking four guys just to go to New York. Well, uh, if you had to pick four, who per se. That's tough. Do you want me to give my four and then you can think about it? Resonate on that? Yeah. Maybe marinate as okay. well? Okay. So, my Heisman four, starting at the bottom, out of Houston, Case Keenum. Uh, he's, he's in Houston and that's really going to hurt. And he's in a very pass heavy offense and that's, Oh, that's his fault. Well, no, it's not his fault. I mean, that's his fault. No, knock him down the page. I I hate it because that was the Colt Brennan thing. Well, Don't even invite him. You know, hate him. Colt Brennan was invited. He was there. I had a great season, but it's just, it's, he's a victim of circumstance, I guess. Number three, I got Trent Richardson. The man's a beast. He deserves to be there, but where was he? In the big game, I, I couldn't find him. He's averaging about three yards a carry, three point nine against LSU. Yeah, not doing it for me. Sorry, no, Trent. I understand. You're not even going to win your uh, conference. So, yeah. Number two, RG three. The man has had so many Heisman moments throughout this season. I mean, he's thrown off his back foot, deep passes, passes he couldn't. It's one in a million throws, basically. So he's number two. Number one, I got to go with Andrew Luck out of Stanford. Uh, he's the best player in college football. He's had some games where he's had you know some questionable stuff, but that's college. It's college. And he's a quarterback. He's always making decisions. He's running the plays. He's calling the plays. So I'd say why not give it to the guy? He, he's earned it. Okay. Well, Brennan, that took you three minutes to break down the Heisman for our, our valued listeners. Yep. I'm going to need at least ten. I'm sorry. Oh, boy. I'm going to start with Kellen Moore. I don't think you can give it to him. I think if you wanted to invite him to New York, that'd be great, but I don't see him getting in there, even though with the 73% completion percentage, he's going to have 4,000 yards passing once he gets done dismantling New Mexico. Los Lobos! This weekend. It's going to be a tough one. Tough one. But I think Kellen Moore is out. I'm sorry, Boise State fans. I understand, but he's out. Trent Richardson, to me, does not even get invited. Really? Yes. I'm sorry. Okay, here's the deal. In the biggest game of the year, when you're supposed to make your Heisman moment, right? Everyone talks about the Heisman moment. Mm-hmm. If you're going to win the Heisman, you got to have a Heisman moment. Is his Heisman moment putting 203 yards rushing his best game of the year on Auburn? No. Is that his Heisman moment? His Heisman moment should have been like rolling in with like three LSU defenders in OT. Yes, no. Hey, I'll tell you what. Should have been. Trent Richardson. Was you wanted the Heisman? Score one touchdown. One touchdown against LSU. That's all I needed. I'm sorry. Yeah. Is it too much to ask? I'm going to give you the Heisman Trophy. You can't score one touchdown against LSU. Are we talking about the Bears defense here? I just I don't get it. Plenty of other people score touchdowns against LSU. He's out for me. I'm sorry. I, I can't put him in there. Now, here's my real problem, Brennan. Mm-hmm. I know I will get crucified 
if I say Andrew Luck doesn't deserve to get invited. I understand that. You'd so be, I'm going to invite him. Yeah, because you'd be no. really biased to I understand. say otherwise. Matt Barkley doesn't get invited. You're not going to say You're no. going to say your boy. He doesn't get invited. Matty Barks. I'll tell you what. Statistically, great. Awesome stuff. 41 total touchdowns. <laughs> Record-setting quarterback at USC. Where, Brennan, you know, mm-hmm. they have had good quarterbacks in the past. Yes. Yes. It's not Baylor here. No. Or Stanford, where the last notable quarterback you had was John Elway. Yeah. Can you name another? No. Thank you. So, I'm not inviting Barkley, and the only reason why, you put up an egg at Arizona State. An absolute egg. In a game that you knew was going to help decide the Pac-12 South Division, and you trotted on the field and literally pulled your pants down and pooped. He had a terrible game. Does this does this hurt you to say? It does. Are you dying? It really does. Because this might this might be the last time I talk about Matt Barkley until the draft. And here I am burning him down. Another thing I realize is that what I do whenever somebody's name is Matt, I always call him Matty Somethings. Yep. Matty Barks. Matty Barks. Oh, Matty! I've never called him that before. I know you've been you've been doing that before. The Matty Barks. I know. You got the Matty Liners and you got the Matty Ices. Now, Brandon, my four finalists are going to be Monte Ball. The running back from Wisconsin, mm-hmm. Case Keenum, Andrew Luck, and RG3. Andrew Luck, to me, finishes fourth. Oof. His best games this year, Brennan, UCLA, Colorado, at Wazoo, at Arizona, and at Duke. Yeah. Sounds like a Heisman winner to me. Meanwhile, on the flip side, in November, when his team is fighting for a national championship berth with no losses, he has zero 300-yard games, and five INTs in four games. Mm-hmm. He throws for 3,100 yards, and am I supposed to give him bonus points because he calls his own plays? No, I should yeah. dock points away from David Shaw for not calling his own plays. That's a genius. Calling his own plays. Apparently, he's not a genius because he's not even plays. in the Pac-12 title game. Fourth. UCLA is. Fourth. Andrew Luck. Thank okay. you. You just red pencil him in there. Third. Robert Griffin Jr. Or Robert Griffith Jr. the third. Griffin. Okay. Oh, I know. I'm doing the McLovin thing here. Uh, and I wish I could push RG up there and give him the Heisman because he really has had a season that's been transcendent. We're talking about the Baylor Bears here. When's the last notable Baylor player in football? Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. At any position. That's tough. Yeah. That's tough. <laughs> I challenge the listeners to give me one. The man, Brennan, he had... 3,700 yards passing, 600 yards rushing, 41 touchdowns, 5 picks, 72% completion percentage. And through September, he had more touchdowns than incompletions, 13 to 12. That is B-A-N-A-N-A-N-A-N-A bananas. Absolutely. Yes, it is. It's ridiculous. What hurts him, he gets hurt against Texas Tech when the buzz is just starting to pop. Mm-hmm. I think if he has a 300-yard game there, he's in. He does get to play Texas on Saturday. He could help his case. Second, Monte Ball. How does he not get more recognition? He could break Barry Sanders' all-time touchdown record. Yeah, it's a big deal, and he's overshadowed by Russell Wilson. It kind of it sucks. Why is he, though? In November, uh, with his team fighting for a berth in the Big Ten title game, well, because- the man rushes for 770 yards in four games. Russell Wilson was the second biggest player the first five weeks of the season. And I think that really drew away from what Monte Ball was doing. I get that. So In the last month, in what we call the money games, 
770 yards rushing. He averaged eight yards a carry. And you're going to say, oh, yeah, yeah, like 12 carries, right? 90 carries. Yeah. Okay. 14 touchdowns. He gets his burn. And gets four W's. I just, I don't understand why he doesn't get a little more. A little more pub here. And it could be because he's playing up there in the cheese state. And maybe people don't give him the credit because his offensive line is literally bigger than the Green Bay Packers starting yeah. offensive line. The Heisman to me goes to Case Camp. And I know six minutes of me talking here, and we all knew where this was going. Yeah, but when a man throws for 4,700 yards, Brandon, no, do not cut me off. I'm on my Keenum thing now. Mm-hmm. 4,700 yards passing, 43 touchdowns, three picks, three rushing touchdowns, 73.2% completion percentage. Take that, Kellen Moore. Beat you by 0.1%. He has yet to throw a game under 300 yards. He's had five 400-yard games. The last time he threw a pick, October 27th against Rice in a torrential downpour. Oh, but don't worry. He rectified it because he had uh, you know the old 24-for-37 game for 534 yards, nine touchdowns. That was a good game. In a beatdown. Yeah. Oh, and you know, only two games this year he threw picks. Oh, and his team's 12-0. and And, uh, oh, he has the Houston Cougars on the brink of a BCS bull bid. Sitting number six right now. Unbelievable. <laughs> I mean, he definitely should be up there, but... I, it's, he may not even get invited. Yeah, it's it's he's a victim of his system and who he's playing, basically. It sucks, because he's a good quarterback. And he's came a long ways. The last full season he had, you know, when he still had a right knee, you know, he threw for 1,000 yards more. Yeah. Same touchdowns, but he had 15 picks. That's what people don't understand. Case Keenum drops back and throws 90% of the time, and he's only had three picks. Which is insane. It, it's absolutely insane. No other team in America runs a 13-yard a dig on 4th and 10 well, and it's on really the opponent's 40-yard line. He's got probably one of the more, I guess, underappreciated wide receivers in the nation in Patrick Edwards. I mean, he's Patrick Edwards is now all of a sudden kind of starting to gain some... I guess, fame or acclaim for whatever, but the guy is amazing. Yeah, no, he's a 20-yard-to-catch guy. Yeah. Period. And then he's got Tyson Carrier underneath, who was, at the start of the season, the best wide receiver on the team. Yep. And then Courtney Sims in the backfield. But we're going to talk about Houston a little later, Brennan. Sure are. I just, you know, this year's Heisman, it reminds me an awful lot of the Toby Gerhardt, Mark Ingram Heisman campaign. When I was firmly two feet a lounge chair and All a cold beer on the Toby Gerhardt bandwagon. Oh, yeah. And somehow Mark Ingram and those SEC voters took it away from him. Did somebody catch dip- diphtheria? It's unbelievable. On the bandwagon? No. Get a broken axle? No. Is no. Or- these Oregon Trail references doing anything for you? They, they might be. <laughs> they could be. Oh, yeah. If one of my oxes die... Then I'm there oh, with you. Awful. That I, was the worst. I always bought like 16 oxen. <laughs> and they yeah. just went hunting. You know, the, the biggest mistake <laughs> the middle school we attended made was they left Oregon Trail on the computer. Mm. So I was like, okay, kids, go work on your typing. How about I go work on my Oregon Trail game? No, uh, it was, uh. I'm going to pretend to play a number cruncher for like two minutes. Then when I get past twos and threes or whatever, I'm going to go play Oregon totally Trail. totally going to Oregon Trail. <laughs> well, Brennan, that's the Heisman this year. Yeah, it's it's, it's going to be interesting as I'm to more who's excited. invited. Yeah, I'm more excited it's... to find out who's invited. And th- I think this year is a year they take five. I don't think the Heisman Committee goes through these seven guys and say, yeah, we're only going to take four. four. Because, think... look, I left Trent Richardson off. There's no way no. he doesn't get invited. I and like... as much as I hate to admit it, Brennan, 
I think Matt Barkley gets invited. I don't, yeah. I, I Doesn't think that suck? It, it does suck, but it, it's going to be people complaining if he does get invited because his season technically didn't count. His season counted. He's I just mean, not allowed to go to a bowl. His stats counted. It's just that it, he, played, he played a regular season. What I mean, did the rest of these guys play? Well, they played to win a championship. Oh, oh. Okay, well, then Andrew Luck should probably... You know, not throw five picks in the month of November. Okay, I'm just saying. You know, that's that's what that's I, I where think, I'm at. I like my list, but I think they're going to invite Kellen Moore as sort of a no way shake of the hand thing. No way. I think so. A lifetime achievement. No, because if the votes come back and he gets 22 votes out of a possible 3,000, <clears> that's going to be that's not going to be you know a handshake. That's going to be a backhand slap. But on national he, television, hey, Kellen he Moore, 22 votes. Get, slap. If he doesn't get invited at all, I think this year you can actually make a case. You know, that there's six guys in front of him on my list. I don't know. That sucks, I know. I think, I know. He, I think he's a better quarterback than Matt Barkman. <laughs> of course you do. Your boy Denard Robinson didn't get invited. He's not even in the conversation. No, well, so suck on that! Huh? You need, to, you need to learn how to throw the football more than five games into the season. Oh, now he's hating on Denard. Okay, well, West Coast Bias Show. Of course, we are the only show that started with the biscuit, and now we got a list. And it is, of course, a no hat Friday. I have no hat on my head. Brennan, do I have a hat? You have a hoodie. That's that's only because I'm gangsta. <laughs> but it is a no hat Friday, which means, ladies, you can wear my hat. You can wear my hat. You gotta give, sure it back. You give it back. Just make sure you give it back, baby. Oh, yeah. It's true. It is true. Brennan, what do you got on the, uh, it's a, it's the a, docket? It's a big weekend for college football. It's championship weekend. And this is your last big weekend. Yep. College football fans, get it in while you can. Because after this, you're going to be watching weeks 14, 15, 16, 17 of the NFL. Yep. And then you're going to be waiting for the Holiday Bowl and the Meineke Bowl. The Alamo. The Alamo. Oh, boy. I think I've watched the Alamo Bowl going on four years in a row now. There's some... Uh, it seems like new random bowls pop up every year. That oh, sh- they do. Yeah. Oh, they interesting. do. Interesting. Uh, the new Era Bowl. Really? Yeah. This year. Who's... uh? Do you know the conference affiliation tie-ins uh, to that one? It was going to be Oregon. Is they were slotted in the new era bowl? Yeah. Boy, that sucks. Well, I mean, if they lost, it was it was like four weeks ago. Do you got a score on that Oregon UCLA game? It, it's really looking like Oregon's going to pull through this one. Uh, with three thirty-three left, Oregon leads the UCLA Bruins forty-nine to twenty-four. And so ends the Rick Neuheisel era at UCLA. Brennan, yesterday at practice. They carried Rick off the field, and he broke down and cried. <laughs> I'll give him one thing. Those players, they love him to death. Yeah. I have not read one person say that they don't – they wish that Neuheisel didn't get fired. Everyone loves him there. I'm just looking. I just pulled up the old ESPN quote-unquote quote experts pool. Yeah. And uh, let's see here. They, have, they actually have Brandon Whedon. On the list. Yeah, I had him on my list until that three INT game against the Cyclones so, of Iowa State. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. Last last twenty eight year old old dude that win the Heisman was Chris Winky. Twenty seven. Whatever. Nay. Old, I say nay. Old man to win the Heisman, and we all saw that worked out. But yeah, they got a linebacker on there. Luke uh, Luke Keckley of uh, Boston College. He's a stud. Ooh. He's he's an absolute. We're stud. not even gonna get a talk about championship weekend yet. 
because <laughs> everybody's yeah, yeah. favorite part of the week, every Friday. Okay, talk loud. I believe it is Tato's Fave Five. Tato's Fave Five. Tato's Fave Five. Your defense has really been shaky lately. Either play better or call in set. You like popsicles? <laughs> That's why. Don't eat shrimp. And it is Tato's Fave 5. Tato's Fave Welcoming Tato to the old West Coast bias line. Tato, what's up? Hey guys, how you doing? Oh, Taylor, we are fabulous on a no-hat Friday at the West Coast Bias Sports Show. How was your Friday, my little homie? Good, taking the hat off right now. Ah, oh, good man, good man. It's a no-hat Friday. If there's a girl around you, she can wear that hat, but you got to make sure she gives it back. Got to follow the protocol. Alrighty. Speechless. <laughs> yeah, speechless. Tato, let's get to your let's get to your fave five. Let's get to five. Let's get to the five. Uh, Who's in your five? Crack it wide open. Alrighty, so number one, I'm gonna come out and say, why didn't Dominican Sue try to appeal his suspension? You thinking that was a bad idea? I mean, it's obvious he he did it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's video footage. He stomped the guy. Yeah, yeah, no, he he did. And then uh, after the game, Taylor, did you see what he said? I did not actually. He said that only the man upstairs knows what's knows what's really happening. <laughs> oh. I think we all know, don't we? He stomped the guy. I mean, that's what you do. Well, he held his face down, stood up, stopped it. Yeah, yeah, no, I mean, it seemed pretty clear to me when maybe, it happened. Maybe God has the Lions defense in fantasy. And and this happened during the last week's game against the Green Bay Packers. On Thanksgiving. Yeah, on Thanksgiving. When literally everybody's now he's going watching. to miss the next two games, two weeks, against the New Orleans Saints and Minnesota. Well, I don't think they'll miss him against the Vikings. But I think... During the Saints, I think they could really take that pass rush on um, Drew Brees. I, I agree with you, Taylor. The uh, the Saints line has been a little porous at times this year. Uh, the one thing, Taylor, I'm, I'm sorry to steal your segment here, but if you've ever played football, you know that in practice, you get dirty, you pinch people, you punch people. I mean, it gets nasty, but there's one rule, Brennan. You know what that rule is? What is that rule? You don't kick people. No. You don't do that. You never kick someone, especially when they're lying down on the ground. You don't kick them. You don't stop them. That's rule number one. And I, I, Taylor, I agree with you. I can't believe they appealed it. It's ridiculous. Yeah, it blows my mind. Okay, what, what's your number two there, Tato? Number two. Where is Donovan McNabb going to land? Ooh. What's your answer, my friend? Well, he just got released. For, now he's a free agent for the first time in his 13-year career. Um... After his last two disappointing loss or like fails as a as a starter, one with the Vikings and the other with the Redskins, it's I, no nobody can really predict the future for him right now. I honestly think either he could go and do like corresponding, you know, like ESPN halftime stuff, go do that route, or I think he, the Bears might look at him a little bit. Now this one. I think the Panthers, the Panthers could take a look at him. The Panthers? Why? Panthers, because I think you have a veteran quarterback, somewhat similar to your buddy Cam Newton. 
maybe put him behind him, just mentoring Cam, kind of telling Cam, all right, well, in this situation, I would have done this or that or something. So you're saying strictly as a mentor, you are not saying that they're going to sign Donovan McNabb to come in there and take Cam Newton's starting quarterback job? Oh, no, no, no. Okay. I think if Cam gets injured and he needs to step in, so be it, fine. But I think just put him behind Cam Newton just so Cam Newton has somebody to say, oh, okay, you know, oh, thanks, you know, I would have, I'm happy to know that, that that's what you as a veteran would have done. <laughs> I agree with you. You know, Taylor, uh, we had a p- member of the Twitter Maniac fan club of the West Coast Bias Sports Show tweet in asking me. It was Tyrell Rodarte, 12, asking me when and how, will and how, where, that's quote, will and how, where Donovan McNabb go to off waivers if he is claimed. And I said, give it a month, and then I think the NFL Network will pick him off waivers. I think his career is over, Taylor. I don't know, man. I think it's done. We're going to have to have a talk with old Tyrell about his grammar. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, this is one of your friends. Okay, okay. move on. Yep, move on to your third. Let's hear the third. You're bringing the heat, Taylor. A plus performance thus far. Number three, I'm gonna I'm gonna do my upsets and exciting games of the week. My upsets, I think Arizona will get Dallas this week. Ooh. Without a healthy Kevin Cobb, I think it kind of hurts their chances, but I think Arizona's gonna come out hot. I remember they had a, a pretty decent rushing game a couple weeks ago. Mm-hmm. You add that in Larry Fitzgerald, and you have a recipe for success. John Skelton. I don't think Skelton's going to do it, but Taylor, I like what you're saying. What what else you got on your third fave here? Upsets, another upset, but I have Carolina over Tampa Bay. I think with Josh Freeman questionable for this game, if he doesn't play, I think this is an easy win for Carolina. Now, with Josh Freeman, could be different, but I still think Carolina could pull it out. Okay. And? Going to my exciting games of the week, I oh, think yeah. the Detroit Lions at New Orleans with out Nadamik and Sue will be a good game. I think that will be a to the wire exciting game. Uh, Tato must see TV almost. Must see. Must see. Also say the Green Bay Packers at the Giants has potential. Now I'm not saying it's going to be good, but it has good potential to be a decent football game. Are you taking? Are you taking the G men? I am not. The G-Men! Boy, Tato, if you would have came, you know, with your third here and said, the G-Men are going to beat the Packers this weekend, it would have been hysteria over here. (laughs) And I I was thinking maybe I could throw that at you guys, but the problem is, earlier in in my season of shows with you guys, I have called Green Bay going undefeated multiple times, and I don't want to go back on that now. That is true. That is true. That's why you are pushing... At CD406, Connor Dwyer, our baseball correspondent for the top spot in the West Coast Bias Correspondence standings. Yes. You uh, are light years ahead of Scotty Willis right now. Okay, number four. Number four? Why is Andy Reid on the hot spot? I'll tell you why. He sucks. Not <laughs> yes! Oh, yeah! <laughs> Okay, he sucks. Why does he suck? He's not getting it. He's not getting it done. I don't know what is going on with this team. You know, the dream team coming out of Philly. You know, all this talk before the season. Where are they? Yeah. Okay. Where's the dream team? Well, you know. I 
just don't see it. I think it's hard to have a dream team without any linebackers or offensive linemen. It's critical to a dream team. I understand you're there, but I mean, they have a solid NFL team. Good quarterback, decent wide receivers. I mean, I don't know. Apparently Deshaun's been, I don't even know what he's up There's to There's been some team cohesion issues. Apparently yeah. the coach is defending him in multiple cases and whatnot. And I don't even want to get into that at this point. But I what? just, I don't know. I say Andy Reid's fired. I, I think he's done. Taylor, I will point out that if Andy Reid does get fired, I don't think he'll care. That's just more time to eat hot dogs. <laughs> oh, I like it. Okay. What's your last one? Going out with a bang? I, I always break down a team. I've done it in the past. I'm going to do it again. I'm going to break down the rosters and tell you why they're going to go undefeated. Or not the rosters. I'm going to break down the Packers and tell you why they're going to go undefeated. Okay. One of the reasons why. Aaron Rodgers, hands down. He's having an unbelievable... He's putting up crazy numbers. I mean, he's having one heck of a year. He's having a solid year. Now, you got James Starks in the backfield. And, you know, he's he's not having a terrific year with 560 rushing yards. But, I mean, he's not, he's not having a bad year. I mean, we're talking if you get down on third and one. This is a running back you can give it to and expect to get the first down. Yeah, he's a bulldozer. Uh, yeah, exactly. I think that gives them a key, you know. Hey, it's third down. Let's get the first. Let's give it to Starks. Then you got Greg Jennings, Donald Driver, and Jordy Nelson, and Jermichael Finley catching the ball for it. I mean, that's a solid squad. Solid. Then... On your defense, for starters, your linebackers are having a season. A season to remember. Yeah, they're they're doing good. And Desmond Bishop is leading them. He's killing it. And then A.J. Hawk. But then here's, here's the thing. Where's Clay? Clay's, I mean, he's not having a terrible season, but he's got a, a third of the stats Desmond Bishop has. Well, I yeah. Think, I think Clay needs to get it going. And I have a hard time classifying Clay Matthews as a linebacker, per se. He's one of these new hybrid, hand-in-the-ground linebacker types. But I agree with you. Then their cornerbacks, specifically Charles Woodson, get it done. Interceptions, one touchdown. Yeah, and Charles Woodson is playing more of a nickel-roving linebacker now. He probably is the only person in the NFL that plays that position. Yeah. No, watch, Taylor. Watch the game. Charles Woodson blitz more. Blitzes more than most teams outside linebackers. He hasn't been a true corner for a long time, but I'm not taking away from it. I, I love what you're saying. I love what you're putting down. Just think, when you get a solid six interceptions from one player, it's definitely a plus. Oh, yeah. I agree with you. It's what Taylor, he, it's what he do. What's, the left, what's left on the Packers schedule? We got the G-Men this weekend. What else? Um, Let me see here. I know you got it all sitting there in front of you. I know you do. Left on the Packers' schedule after the Giants, Oakland, Kansas City, both should be wins. Oh, yeah. Chicago, Detroit. Ooh, last two games, especially I'm in the especially in the guys. cold. I know. I know you're calling undefeated. You're well, sixteen to zero. Sixteen to zero. Sixteen to zero. Okay. Minus the bye. But now I'm not. I'm not putting in my playoff picture yet. But as of the regular season, sixteen to zero. Okay. It makes sense. I mean, those last two games could be tough. The last two are the only ones that concern me a little uh, bit, but... Don't count out those Raiders. 
Don't do it. Well, they have Carson Palmer at quarterback. It would be but... such a classic Al Davis move from beyond the grave to reach up here and screw with the Packers' undefeated season. That would just be the icing on the cake. It'd be like a five-pick day for CP3. No. No. <laughs> All right. Tato, my good friend, my younger brother, the heir to the throne, you could say. Anything else? Talent Jr. <laughs> Ooh, Talent no, Jr. Jr. Tato, any, any uh, words for the basketball correspondent, Scotty Willis, who's just, just having an abysmal time on the WCB show? They got beef. I don't know what Scott. I don't know what Scott is up to, man. I mean, first he calls me out on Twitter, and now he's just. I mean, a couple weeks ago we showed up late for his corresponding. Mm-hmm. I don't know, man. I think he's on a downward spiral. Well, did you hear the inappropriate joke he told Wednesday? Yeah. Did not. Oh, he had one of those too. What? You haven't listened to the show? What's going on here? Oh, I listened to the show. By the way, I think the Doctor J segment was one of the best in a little bit. Really? Yeah, that's a good one. Uh, Jordan, I know that you're not a big Doctor J guy, but yeah, he's a jerk. He, he brought, had a good segment. He brought the heat. Wow. He he's a pompous jerk. I can't believe that. Uh, Taylor, I do want to let you know before I hang up the phone on you <laughs> and don't let you talk. I am wearing... Brennan, will you tell Taylor what I'm wearing? My uh, USC shirt. Nope. Jordan is wearing your New York Mets hoodie. Dude. <laughs> <laughs> hey, buddy. Uh, okay, if you want to get to Tato Feather on Twitter, he is at oh, Tato Feather. That is at... T-A-T-O, Feather. If you can't spell Feather, Google it. And honestly, if you're one of those people out there, a Debbie Downer, a glass half full type of individual, add my little brother on your Twitter feed and see some of the stuff he tweets. Because <laughs> ask him questions. I mean, he is truly awesome. a special individual for a 13-year-old. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm very proud of him. I love the Andy Reid. Oh, I know. <laughs> did, did you see what he tweeted at Scotty? Or at our basketball correspondent, Scotty Willis. What did he tweet out? He told Scotty that the only reason Scotty's mad at him is because Taylor's taller than him. Oh. Yeah. (laughs) He went there on him. (laughs) If you got beef, put the biscuit on the patty. (laughs) Oh. Well, we can't talk about biscuits without saying. This is a WCB show, West Coast Bias. And, of course, we did start with the biscuit. Now we got the loaf. Loaf. I love me some Ricky Rose. I could wake up every morning, just you know, start with my biscuit. I have a loaf by lunch. Finish that loaf. Mm-hmm. Shoot. No, I'm saying. So, uh, the Oregon Ducks are your Pac-12 champions officially. Oh, shocking! Did they cover the thirty-point spread? Uh, I think they did. Did they cover the thirty-point spread? They did actually. They didn't cover the thirty-point spread. Yeah. Do you know how many Los Angeles just lost money? 32 point spread at, at the uh, at the buzzer. It went up? Went to 32. Absolutely unbelievable. Oh. Prob- We've got our nightly round from the security guard who always looks in here like I'm doing something bad. There you are. Every night. They probably got hints of uh, New Heisel doing a lame duck coaching job or something. <laughs> for two points. Nice work. <laughs> a lame duck coaching job. That was good. Appreciate that, Brandon. Appreciate you. You're welcome. Brennan, what else do you want me to talk about well, before we, have... we wrap up wrap up the show? Ish. Ish? Ish, kind of. You want to say we have the Big 12 championship. Ish. The yeah. winner of it does win the Big 12. I see the ish. It, because they don't have a conference championship per se, but the winner of this game, Oklahoma, at Oklahoma State, will win the Big 12. 
and the spread is three and a half. Three and a half. The Oklahoma State Cowboys are actually laying three and a half to the Sooners of mm-hmm. Oklahoma right now, currently, as the line stands. And Brennan, I can't argue with the line. Oklahoma's been banged up since Ryan Broyles went down and Dominique Whaley falling right after. It has been a rough year for Oklahoma. The Baylor loss only sort of exposed some of the problems they've been going through. Oklahoma has, however, turned the corner with this new belldozer they've been employing. Blake Bell, the freshman quarterback. They only bring him in in this this obtuse wildcat formation with two fullbacks. And all he ever does is run in between the tackles. I have yet to see him throw a pass. But Brennan, Hmm. for a team that was struggling in the red zone, the belldozer is 13 of 15 on getting touchdowns. Has he thrown a jump pass yet? Not that I have seen, but I'm sure he has. Also, 9 of 12 on third and fourth down conversions. And against Baylor, four touchdowns. And keep in mind, they were going to go up one on the road there because they had the belldozer out there for two. Yeah. And then uh, the old left guard got a little anxious and jumped out of his stance. <laughs> Otherwise, the belldozer was going to put him up. Yeah. Uh, I love Oklahoma. They're they're a great team. Uh, always. I've uh, got, got Stoops. Big game Bob who really can never win the big game. <laughs> uh, but OKC okay, so has Brandon Whedon and Justin Blackman, who's arguably the best receiver in the NCAA. And, of course... I'm a man! I'm 40! Oh, yeah. he is a man! Old Mike Gundy! Come after me! <laughs> That's not true! That's not true either! We've talked about Brandon Whedon to Justin Blackman. Maybe the most prolific quarterback-wide receiver combo? Oh, for sure. I mean, Whedon, you know, he's got plenty of age under his belt, being 28. But uh, I mean, it doesn't take away from how good of an actual quarterback he is. Uh, he did have a bad game, three-interception game. What you got? I got people texting me right now on my text message line. How's the show going? Question mark. Another one. What you guys up to tonight on the show? Question mark. Really? What kind of etiquette's that? Un- Unbelievable. Brennan, I'm it's, taking it's uncouth. I'm taking Oklahoma 38, <laughs> Oklahoma State 27. And I'll tell you why. The weather, baby. The weather. 100% chance of precept. 100% chance. And I think it's going to be a big day for the old belldozer. Mm. Chugga, 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 belldozer. I'm taking OK State. Okay, well, what do you got? 27-20. 27-20. I'm thinking missed extra points, sloppy, probably a lot of field goals. Okay. Would Brennan, Mm. before we make the rest of our picks, would you like to wager pizza next Friday? See, that's the tumor I'm talking about. It's not a tumor. Mm -hmm. Did you hit the thingy? I didn't. Okay. I didn't. Okay. Would so you like on, to wager who, pizza? On who wins the most of these? Yes. Okay, sure. We have five. Sounds good. Oh, you've been doing research? I'm coming in cold off the streets. Yeah, I just have been grinding numbers. Well, you didn't go to class yesterday. You sat in your sweatpants all day. Well, yeah. She canceled class. All day? You yeah. had an 8 o'clock class. Yeah. Went I, home, hit the sweatpants. I was looking good, too, when I showed up to class. <laughs> and then I was like, oh, no class. Sweats. Brennan, the next game. The Big Ten title game, the rematch from the Hail Mary, mm-hmm. Wisconsin at Michigan State. Spreads 10. Spreads 10 points. Mm. Uh, that is a thick spread. You know what I'm saying? It'll be on Fox uh, at 617. Oh, yeah. One of those games. 
Uh, yeah. So the winner of this obviously goes to the Rose Bowl, Big Ten rep. I just it, I I picked Michigan State to win this game when we did our bowl predictions. So now you being the flip flopper that you are, <laughs> the John Kerry of the West Coast Bias Short okay, Sports I Show. Okay, I mean I mean it's sports. Go ahead and flop. Things yeah. things change. Go ahead and flop. Teams fluctuate. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. And uh, it took a one in a million play for Michigan State to beat Wisconsin last time. On a game where Monty Ball didn't have his best game, how many times is that going to happen? Not too often. And you got a former quarterback catching a Hail Mary pass. What are you looking at? What are you smiling about? You're listening to the West Coast Bias Sports Show on KDWG Dylan. Oh. 90.9 The Dog. Yeah. yeah. Thank Oof. you. So, what, you're, this is your long, your roundabout way of telling me that you flip-flopped off your Michigan State love and are going Wisconsin. Yeah, well, I just can't be in love with Michigan State that much. It hurts. It well, Brennan, with the 11th-ranked rush defense and the 8th-ranked pass defense, those Spartans have been playing some good football. They have been playing some really good football. Kirky Cousins. Kirky Cousins has been playing well. A man whose Sparty fans have long wanted to lose the job to Drew Nichols, mm-hmm. the man who caught the Hail Mary touchdown. Keith Nickel. Keith Nickel. Oh, who, who messed up this I time? said Drew. Who's Drew Nickel? Someone. Yeah, you actually threw an S at the end of Nichols, too. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, we can't all be perfect. Yeah. Kirky Cousins has a chance to cement his legacy as one of the finest Michigan State quarterbacks of all time by securing a BCS bull bid and a Big Ten championship. But I said nay. I said at the start of the year, Wisconsin will win the Big Ten. I stand by it with Monte Ball playing out of his absolute mind and going to break Barry Sanders' touchdowns in one season record. I've got it Wisconsin 35, Michigan State 17. I think they put it on them early and, and send the Spartan fans home. It's been a really weird season for Michigan State because you've had a lot of wide receivers coming out of the woodwork, and uh, lately it's been senior wideout B.J. Cunningham, who's always been a cousin's favorite. He is 88 more receiving yards to break Andre Risen's all-time Spartan record. If you would have told me before the show that Andre Rezin went to Michigan State, I would not have believed you. No. Hmm. What do you have for a score here, Bren? I got, I got Wisconsin 38-24. Okay. So we both have Wisconsin covering the spread. Brennan, even though the ACC plays terrible football. Yes, they do. They do still get to play an ACC championship game. I don't know why. And the champion still gets to go to a BCS bowl bit. Don't understand that either. Same it with, is unbelievable. Same with West Virginia. They're going to be in a BCS bowl. Well, that's that's long happened. I don't get that. Virginia Tech gets a <clears throat> shot to avenge their only loss of the season when they lost to Clemson. By 20. 23-3. Yeah, let's go three points. They did have a good quarterback, though. I've, I've, I've talked about this kid uh, you did. a couple of weeks ago. Kind of pumped him up a little bit. He's 6'6", six, six, about 240. But quick, yeah. kind of. He's, he's shifty. Deceptive. Do you have a name on this quarterback? I completely forgot about it. Nice. Nice. Doing your show prep. Something, something. Okay, well. Do you have his name? No, I didn't write that down. I forgot it. I don't watch <laughs> ACC football. I don't know why I even have to give a pick on this. And I have to give a pick on the SEC championship game, which, Brennan, I'll tell you right now, 0% chance I watch that. David Wilson to me is a man. A man. With nearly 1,600 yards rushing and a 6.3 yards per carry mm-hmm. average. Nine touchdowns on the season. Going against a team, Clemson, who's played 29 freshmen this year, including Sammy Watkins, the best freshman wide receiver in the NCAA. 
with his 72 catches and 1,000 yards and 10 touchdowns. I think David Wilson's too much. I think Wilson plus Frank Beamer and the Beamer ball is too much for Yabba Dabba Sweeney. Give me VTech 28, Clemson 12. And 12, Brennan. Mm-hmm. I say 12. Wow. It's bold. Yes. See, I was really hoping you'd buy it on some Clemson thing you read somewhere. No. Because I Brennan, some... I don't let readings I mean, affect my opinion. The Hokies have twice before rematched a team they uh, lost against earlier in the season in the ACC title game, and both times they've won that game. In, okay. They've won the ACC title, and I think it's gonna the streak's going to continue. So uh, give me Virginia Tech, 21. Clemson. Seven. Okay. Brendan, I do have to tell you, uh, we need to correct ourselves. Apparently, it's not VTech. It's VATech. That's a bunch of baloney. I know. I've heard VTech forever. I've heard it on the four letter word. I've heard it on Fox. I've heard it all over the place. So it's VTech. You're welcome. I agree. You came home and told me that someone told you that we at the West Coast Bias Sports Show, eager to admit our mistakes and retract. False statements. We're misinformed. Misinformed, allegedly. For the better part of 22 years of our lives, we've been we've been in the dark. I've always known it as VTech. Yeah. Not VATech. Because apparently VTech's a type of phone. I don't know. What do you mean a type of phone? I don't know. Is it one of those phones with the uh, circular thing that I have to use at my grandma's house where I put my finger in and then I have to crank it all the way around? It takes me 10 minutes to call my parents? I didn't really go in depth on what kind of phone it was. I'm okay. guessing it's just kind of a home phone. But it's not that kind of phone. No, I hope not. Okay, good. Because then I would not pick VTech. I'd go Clemson here. What is that type of phone? Okay, well, let's move on. <laughs> Brennan, the game I've been eagerly waiting for. Yes, indeed. Since picking. Go ahead and take over here while I look for this. Uh, the CUSA Championship, which normally nobody really cares about. It's up there with the Sun Belt for just pointless games that happen and nobody's watching. Number 24, Southern Miss. At number six, Houston. BCS Bowl implications for Houston in this game. Uh, it's going to be on ABC at, at 10 in the AM. Are you kidding me? On Saturday, I have practice. Well, 12 p.m. Uh, Eastern time. But yeah. Okay, I got to get that on the record. Brennan, I want to flash back. Please close your eyes. Mm-hmm. Flash back with me to October 24th. When the West Coast Bias Sports Show was still in its baby stages. Infancy. We were still struggling to get through a show. Had, we're playing music. On that day, I, Jordan Featherman, told you that Houston would play in the Sugar Bowl. Since that day, I've been waiting for this conference championship to come. Houston is going to beat them 52-24. to They're going to cover that spread times two. Spread's 14, by the way. I have it at 13 and a half. Got 14. And I kind of created my pick for that. So. Oh, really? Yes. I will <laughs> I will change it. It's four, 14 <laughs> on Bodog, who is, uh, I guess, the uh, end-all, see-all as far as lines go. Forget you. I've got it exactly right. H-Town 52, Southern Mississippi. Southern Miss. Only 24. I'm yeah. sorry. I think the, the trio... Tyson Carrier, Patrick Edwards, and this the Sims character. No, he's good. Oh, I know. He's good. Not many running backs you split out like that and go ahead and just run them on a vertical go route. Mm. Unbelievable to me. But, Brennan, don't sleep on Southern Miss's starting quarterback, Austin Davis. 
having a good season himself. 3,000 yards passing, 24 touchdowns, only 10 INTs. And last year, against the, the Keenum-less Cougies, put up 293 yards, two touchdowns. Not too shabby. I think it's a big game for Case Keenum. And I also think Mike McGraw, the senior middle linebacker who's been out of his mind lately, has a big game. Give me Houston, 52-24. I got this game, Houston, 48-14. I like it. Good analysis. It's going to be a good one. Good analysis. Okay. Case Keenum. Good analysis. He's there. He's going to be playing football. Okay. Good analysis. Um, he's probably going to throw some passes. And uh, Patrick Edwards is probably going to catch those passes for touchdowns. I believe it. No. <laughs> Actually, did you know that Houston's uh, linebacker, their only player on defense? Mike McGraw. Third in the NCAA sacks. Mike McGraw? Yeah. No, 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 no. You must be talking about number eight. I don't Who is their good guy on defense? Mike McGraw. Well, who's their other good guy on defense? I thought they only had one His guy. His name escapes me. I don't watch Houston's defense as much as I watch the <laughs> offense, if well, you know what I'm saying. They don't really score touchdowns. Magnificently. Brennan. What? You know the last game we have to pick. I know. I don't. I... We might as well just make this the national championship. Yeah, because all that matters in the world is the SEC and nothing else. Well. I find it hard to believe that an Alabama team that can't even get in their own conference championship game should be allowed to play in the national championship. doesn't make any sense to me. It does not. Can't even score a touchdown. And unfortunately, since I am picking Oklahoma over Oklahoma State, it looks like we're stuck with this. Unless those Georgia Bulldogs under Mark Richt can turn it around and shock the world by beating the number one ranked LSU team that apparently is unstoppable. Walks on water. Yes. I hear. Even though their quarterback... Is terrible. And stomps people. Although if you added the two quarterbacks together, I think you have a heck of a quarterback. Yeah. So we got number one. Number one. Jordan Jefferson, Jarrett Lee combo Uh added together. Yeah. Yeah. Number one LSU in the SEC championship against the Georgia Dogs. Spread is 14. It's on CBS at two. Two. That means you get Vern Lundquist and Gary Danielson. So I'm not going to watch it. I am not either. But, Brennan, I will tell you. I am, I'm not a fan of Vern. I'm not a fan of SEC football. So, with no research and nothing put into this pick, I'm taking LSU 28, Georgia 27. The dogs cover the spread. But, unfortunately, we're stuck with that, that Tiger-Bama rematch. It's unfortunate. Well, all day long, I've been reading and listening to people talk on ESPN. Oh, no. Or Fox. Oh, no. Or whatever. And they're like, well, the LSU, even if they lose this game, they're still going to be the national title, a la Oklahoma when I believe it was the, the Jason White-led Oklahoma. Lost to Kansas Sooners. State. And uh, still back their way into the national championship. Just dumb. And so, you know what? Give me the dogs! Give you the dogs. I'm saying I'm saying it's a boring, boring game, but there is going to be touchdowns. 17-10. to 10. Georgia. I think it's going to be a terrible game for Jarrett Lee because he's had some serious issues all week long with something. Something. Saying he's got some head issues. I'm not saying what. Like head issues from his house because he's got a baby mama at his house? Something's going on. Too much schoolwork? Something's going on with He's got some upper division math classes that are really grinding on him? Old Jarrett's uh, having some issues. So, you know, those, those dogs on a hot streak. Okay. Give me the dogs. I love it. What? Those dogs. Bark for Sark? No. Oh, sorry. No. My bad. No. Ruined it. Yeah. Well, Brennan. I'm excited. 
I mean, I'm excited about the pizza next week. Yeah, I'm gonna be eating that pizza all over the place. It's gonna be delicious. That you paid for. I'm not paying for it. It is the I'm pizza bet of the week. Winning. Winning. We will invite the pizza guy down here. Maybe I'll let him say a few words. Did last time. He gets very nervous when we put him on the spot like that because he knows this is broadcasted live. We're doing it live. Do it live. Brendan, is it suck for luck time? It sure is. I have uh, <clears throat> uh, our, our MVT, okay. actually. Let's try it. Said, hey, I think I found something that would work for suck for luck for now. And I said, sure. He's the MVT. He's got a little pull around this place. Give him a nowadays. shot. So uh, here, here is the uh, the tentative suck for luck theme song. Everybody hates you. Everybody wishes that you were dead. Cause Peter, you suck. Peter, you suck. Peter, your music is terrible. Peter, you suck. Peter, you suck. Peter, you don't do anything of value. Peter, you suck. Write some music. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Sean Dwyer, for that. So this is, as is every Friday, the suck for luck. <clears throat> it's coming in at number six. At the dishonorable mention spot. We have the San Diego Superchargers. Really? The Chargers making an appearance in Suck for Luck? They're minus 26, they're 4-7, and seven, and they have the second longest losing streak in the NFL. They are terrible. And Phillip Rivers isn't good this year. He's not a good quarterback. I will go on the record right now and say they fire Nord Turner and make the playoffs next year. Yeah. I Quote totally me. Agree. Uh, left on their schedule, they have the Jaguars this Sunday. They have Buffalo. That's a win. Baltimore, Detroit, and Oakland. So they'll be off suck for luck after they dismantle the Blaine Gabbert Jaguars this week. Maybe. Okay. Coming in at number five is actually the Jacksonville Jaguars. Oh. Uh, I just they're they're not going to do well anymore. They they lost their head coach. They lost they, everything is gone with the Jaguars. So do you think they the Jack Del Rio might have been the emotional leader for the Jacksonville Jaguars to keep chopping? I guess we'll see. Keep chopping, yeah. Who's the interim coach, by the way? It is their offensive coordinator, whose name escapes me. Because Mike I've, Johnson? Yeah. I've never seen a picture of him. I don't uh, like trusting an interim coach that I don't know what he looks like. Could just yeah. be a towel waver like that guy they had at UCLA that one year. It's terrible. So the Jaguars are minus 6-2 on the point differential. Three and eight, and left on schedule, they have obviously San Diego this Sunday. Then they have Tampa Bay, Atlanta, Tennessee, and Indy. So there's some prospect wins there. Against Prospective Tennessee. wins, even? You could say that. Okay. Against Tennessee and Indy, and maybe Tampa, because Tampa's stinky. Yeah, I think they're better than a lot of people think. They're, they can be stinky. Okay. Number four, I don't know why or how or when, or it doesn't make any sense why they're here, because they shouldn't. Be this low, it's the Miami Dolphins at a plus six point differential. But they're three and eight. Uh, up next, this coming Sunday, they have Oakland. Then they play Philly, Buffalo, New England, and the Jets. That defense has looked good, Brendan, the last couple of weeks. Matt Moore managing the game well, working it down the field, finally getting Brandon Marshall going. Turns out Matt Moore is a real quarterback. California kid, buddy. Yeah. Shocker. Great defense, though. The defense has been playing lights up. For once, it's weird to see the Dolphins try. And they're winning games, kind of. Okay. So, number four, your Miami Dolphins. Uh, number three, the Minnesota Vikings. 
I mean, they got a good quarterback. They just can't win. They they have a good quarterback? Uh, uh, yeah. Ponder's been playing. Oh, you're talking about Ponder? Yeah. Oh. Well, they let their other guy go, and then they could probably use another quarterback. Well, I, you just said the Vikings have a good quarterback. I didn't know who you were talking about. Yeah. You know? Ponder's been playing like a real NFL quarterback, which is surprising for everybody. Uh, they have a meh, minus 81 point differential. Two and nine. They got the Broncos on on Sunday. Uh, the Lions, NOLA, Washington, and Chi-Town. So it's a, it's a middle-of-the-road-ish schedule for uh, the Vikings. I don't know how many wins are really going to pick up there. Oh, by the way, that, uh, that Jacksonville-San Diego game is Monday Night Football. I know. I saw that. That's terrible. Many people very excited about that. That is terrible. Number two, the St. Louis Rams. Minus 130-point differential. They're 2-9. and nine. They play San Francisco twice in the rest of the season. They play Pittsburgh, Cincy, and Seattle. Not a good outlook for them. Although, Sam Bradford and Brandon Lloyd have been looking very good the last couple weeks. I think you found something there. Keep working at it. A little nugget. Because the truth of the matter is you're not getting the number one pick. No, because that is locked up with the Indianapolis Colts with a minus 177-point differential. Sitting at 0-11. Awful. The Curtis Painter-led... Uh, oh, wait, I mean... Uh, Dan Orlovsky. Or- Orlovsky. Yeah. Who's a- the man who ran... Out of the back of the end zone for a safety yeah. while playing for the Lions. So, uh, Takes the reins <laughs> of the 0-11 Colts. Their, their next two games, they got New England and Baltimore. Yikes. Okay, so they're definitely 13-0. and 0. It was 0-13. Yep, and then they have Tennessee, Houston, and Jacksonville. Okay, now, you were trying to tell me that you think those three games are winnable. Yeah. I, on the other hand, do not. I believe the Houston Texans will be fighting for playoff position. And I don't care if they just trot a, out Brett Favre at quarterback. I think they're beating the Colts. <laughs> the Titans, you don't give enough credit to. The thing is, you never know which Matt Hasselbeck's going to show up. It's you kind of a good Rex, bad Rex sort of thing. You don't know which entire Titans team's going to show up. You don't mm-hmm. know which. Chris Johnson's starting to get the wheels Chris. moving, Brennan. Oh, just in time. Just saying. No I think they will beat the Colts. The game that we need to circle on the calendar yeah. is that epic showdown. Of the Colts and Jaguars. Is that Sunday night football that week? I don't It I should don't, be. I don't know. It should be. Because if the Colts... Brent, I'm honestly thinking 0-16. Yeah, it's a it's a large possibility. Especially with New England and Baltimore being definite losses. Well, and at what point do you just admit, you know, we're tanking? Okay. You caught us. And news out of Indianapolis, Brennan. Peyton Manning's neck? Yeah. Fully healed. Yeah. And uh, he's actually saying he wants to play. Starting to throw the ball. This week. Saying he wants to play. I don't. Peyton, just sit. What happens if he comes back against Baltimore and leads the Colts to their first win of the season? Can we quit all this Andrew Luck talk? What happens if he comes back against Baltimore and they still suck? (laughs) I don't think it'll happen. What what if? I think you put Peyton Manning on I think are. you put Peyton Manning on that team right now. They're in the, the Super Bowl. What if they're just throwing what if Peyton Manning's out there just throwing hitting guys in the head? <laughs> that you know I was joking about that Peyton Manning Super Bowl comment, right? Yeah, I do. Okay. But you know, still, Brennan Orlovsky, I hate to admit it. Orlovsky and Panner sitting there on the bench looking at him like, Yeah. You get it. 
I'm starting to think there might be three quarterbacks taken in the top ten this year. It's a possibility. Robert Griffin Jr., the third. Could be sneaking in there. It's a large possibility, especially with this late Heisman push he's getting. And that, that does help. Mm-hmm. And you know he's going to do well on the combine because he is athletic. Look great in a Miami Dolphins uniform. Not as good as uh, other people. What, a Jaguars uniform? No, I was saying like Matt Barkley would probably look really good in a Dolphins uniform. Um, Brennan, my gut feeling right now, right here, in the old tum-tum, is if Matt Barkley doesn't get invited to New York, mm-hmm. or maybe if he does, I don't know. I think there's a better chance of him coming back than people admit. I think Matt Barkley is going to Seattle, actually. Can we get a play one more on this? No, no way. No. Yeah. Not, after oh, the chin, yeah. not after the chin deserted him. Oh, yeah. No, forget that. Pete Carroll, oh, yeah. the traitor. Oh, yeah. The traitor. Leave us high and dry. Oh, yeah. I respect you for what you did, but you left us high and dry. So this has been Suck for Luck. Everybody hates you. Everybody wishes that you were dead. Because Peter, you suck. Peter, you suck. Peter, your music is terrible. Peter, you suck. Peter, you suck. Brennan with some fine editing work there. Censoring. Good work, my friend. The FCC, you know, if they don't let me be or let me be me, so let me see. Try to shut me down on MTV? But it feels so empty without me. Just get a tasket. Nope. I go the whole way, bro. <laughs> I go way back on the M&M. Well, I know. If we keep going way back, it's going to get something that's slipped. That's true. It's just bound to happen. That is true. <laughs> bound to happen. Brennan, it is Friday at 1020. I yep. know what I want. Can you please give it to me? Oh, you mean the hot check of the night? Yes, I do. So it is the hot chick of the night, as is every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. Uh, it was my choice tonight. And I decided I was sitting there watching MTV. I, I was skimming, to be honest. And uh, it was one of those post-show clips where they're showing a music video, because they don't really show music anymore on MTV. They just throw like the clips in at the end of shows. Correct. I was sitting there. I'm like, wait. Flip back. It's Sierra's ride. Oh, no. Oh, no. Many a marriages have been ruined by this one song and video. I don't even care about the song. I can watch that on mute. That music video is magical. It is unbelievable. The things... I've said this before, but I think they created that video, and the director just walked in and said, Hey, uh, Sierra, we're going to have you just uh, dry hump the floor here for about a... Let's fire up some smut. About a half an hour. Uh, you see that mechanical bowl over there? We're gonna we're gonna grease you up there like a like a grease monkey and uh, just just have you sit on top of there with uh you know just you know all greasy on top of that mechanical bowl. Yeah, that's what we're gonna do. Just ride the bowl provocatively. It's unbelievable. It's a ridiculous video, and it's I don't know why it, or how it's ever on TV. It is so profane, and I'm I'm not kidding. You. I'm not the same after watching that video. No, I feel dirty. I feel like I need to go to church, and then I feel really really happy. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, Sierra, actual middle name, Princess Harris. <laughs> Real middle name, Princess. Okay. 
Uh, born October 25th, 1985. So she is 26. Streak continues of 16. 16? 16? That's unbelievable. Our, uh, our streak could have a snotty, abusive uh, birthday party on MTV now. That's true. With uh, Princess being yes, the 16th. Hopefully. Nice work. Yeah, you're welcome. Uh, of course, Sierra is the American singer, songer, songwriter, dancer, actress, fashion model. Blah. Yeah, she does everything. She does a little bit of everything. Born in Austin, Texas. Uh, she's an army brat. So she traveled all around the world. Germany. I bet her dad is so proud of her. Oh, God. <laughs> well, and her first, her first hit, Goodies. Wholesome family hit. Yeah. <laughs> and then after that, she wants to see One Two Step. Yep. Uh, discovered by Jazzy Fizzle. Pizzle, pizzle. <laughs> yeah, she's earned four nominations. She earned four nominations at one Grammys uh, in 2004. Uh, in 2006, she released her second album, which debuted at number one on the Billboard Top 200, and I guess included the hits Get Up and Promise. I didn't listen to either I've of I've never heard that one. No. The video must not have been very good because I haven't seen it either. No. Yeah. Her third album, Fantasy Ride, released in May 2009, <laughs> included the worldwide top 10 set, Love Sex Magic. I don't understand why she's never on Disney Channel. Uh, she's an army brat, huh? Yeah. and Her she, dad must just be. <laughs> and she actually earned another uh, Grammy nomination for Love Sex Magic with Justin Timberlake. For the uh, best pop collaboration with vocals. Uh, yeah, that's right. Please explain to me how Ride did not win Video of the Year. I don't know. If you haven't seen Ride and you truly love the West Coast Spice Sports Show, you think we do a good job here, then please take it from me and Brennan. Go file up, go fire up your YouTube machine, and type in Ride by Sierra, and thank us later. Ridiculous. It's unbelievable. And get it. Make sure that you're wearing, you know, clothes that you don't mind sweating in because you're going to be sweating by the end of this. Loose fitting clothing. It is unbelievable. Yeah. Uh, Sweatpants. She's uh, she sold over 7 million albums worldwide. Wow. Yeah. Uh, as of June 2010, which is post her most recent uh, album release, she has sold more than 4.3 albums and 6.9 million digital tracks in the U.S. alone. Wow. So. She can sell them tracks. Brennan, I'm not I'm not kidding you. I'm never mad when that ride song comes up. Oh boy. It's unbelievable. It's so ridiculous. That of course means that I will get the pick next week. And before we start to break down the show here, I'm just gonna give you a little Lionel here. Just a little, calm down. Just a little Lionel. Just tone it down. Slide it down. Slide it down. Next week the West Coast Bias Sports Show is moving to a Tuesday Thursday format. Only two shows for you maniacs out there. Brennan is not happy about this. Nope. But unless he wants to do the show by himself, he's gonna have to do it because there's no way I can do the show Wednesday or Friday. Yeah, you got a you got a busy week ahead of you. I do, I do, Brennan. Wanna wanna detail? Regale. No, no. I like to keep my life separately. Uh-huh. I like to keep them separate. You do, but you just involve mine. That's fine. That's, that's cool. I just think that you're making a critical error here. Not not. You know, acting oh upon... Cut your mic. <laughs> just, it's gonna happen. You brought it up. You brought that back up. I did not bring it back up. You just oh, said man. regaling into your life. Yeah. You knew I was gonna start I doing actually, it again. No, I did not know that. I thought you were just gonna be like, oh, I'm, I get you what you're saying here. Oh, I get what you're saying here. And here is a fact about my own life. 
I personally... Here, here's a caveat <laughs> from my own past. Was what I was expecting, but you're a jerk. And yeah. You'll thank me later. No, I won't. <laughs> So, what we're watching this weekend, and tonight, uh, watching Grimm, because that's on TV, Yep. on Fridays, Yep. and then there's football games this weekend, too. And then I'll be watching Red Zone all day Sunday. And that's, that's football, too, and it's on TV. And then we'll probably catch some basketball, because we always catch some basketball. Ooh, Brennan, before we close the shop, I did want to say, the NBA has had two games of the Christmas... What was a triple header? Yep. Now, five solid games. We're going to get the Magic Thunder a little early in the morning over there on the East Coast. Like that. And then the West Coast Nightcap. If I'm not, am I no, correct it's, it's there, right? Nightcap. Clippers Warriors. They answered me and said, Yes, you can listen. You can watch Mark Jackson try to coach Monta Ellis on Christmas. Yes, Jordan, we can do that for you. Five games. I will watch every single one of them on Christmas. What's wrong with Nothing, nothing. Same okay. I'm also kicking my family out of the living room when I do such. Yeah. I might let Taylor be in there. Maybe. Yes. And he's learned. He's a tutelage. Oh, well, he's the heir to the throne. Yep. So, uh... What watch you, the throne! What? Watch, watch the throne. Uh, what you drinking on? Um, I actually have to get up early tomorrow on a Saturday. I know not to get ready for the Houston game, but I have something going on tomorrow. So, nay... I do not think I will be drinking tonight. I think I'm going to bed early. I'm drinking beer. Oh, are you drinking? Maybe a little bit. Well, I mean, if you're going to get dirty, I'll get dirty. Yeah. You know you know, I can't well, I say mean, no to peer pressure. I got we got some uh, some housework to do tomorrow. Oh, working on the man cave. Fixing up the man cave because it needs it badly. It needs to go from the meth lab to the man cave <laughs> yes, pretty soon does. here. And uh, hopefully that's what will be happening tomorrow so this has been west coast bias don't forget west coast bias sports show next tuesday 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 at nine o'clock do not tune in on monday and say where's my west coast bias where you at we try to tell you next tuesday nine o'clock yep that's we'll be here okay well i'm brennan juden and i'm jordan featherman drink safely we're back to the man cave